welcome to the RV Podcast. This is episode 473. And it's Thanksgiving week, and this week we're going to talk about, among other things, Thanksgiving in an RV. Hello, everybody. I'm Mike Wendland, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. Hello, Mr. Mike. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> and always, Mr. Bo. Mr. Bo is back here, and you'll never see him, but you will probably hear him. Hear him. So, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're going to talk a lot about Thanksgiving in just a couple of minutes, but uh, we want to remind you that this is uh, both an audio and a video podcast. Uh, the video version, it can be seen on our RV Lifestyle YouTube channel. And, of course, uh, the audio version is on all your favorite podcast apps, as well as our daily, daily new content on our blog, RVLifestyle.com. So thank you guys for listening. Please be sure and subscribe on the various platforms and give it a thumbs up, if you will. We'd appreciate it. So it's Thanksgiving week. We're pretty excited about it. Uh, as you'll hear in our news of the week, it's it's going to be like a record year traveling. Well, I, I know. I Well, you know, I don't think we're going to have bad weather and people are anxious to go see one. They are. You know, family over mm -hmm. the river and through the woods to grandma's right. house we go. Uh, that's kind of the way we are now. We really are in the middle of the woods. Uh, we are obviously on our Michigan homestead and that's one of the things we're thanksgiving we're celebrating this thanksgiving we're very happy to be here on our 10 acres in michigan the house that we remodeled is uh well it's close to being done and we are in it and of course our two rv pads and a nature trail that we we made through the woods and the Bo and maya daily hike oh, every day Bo tries to lure you out there all the time yeah uh, hey, since this is Thanksgiving week, um, there are just some amazing bargains out there for Black Friday and the Cyber Monday coming up for uh, RV, camping, outdoor, and tech gadgets that we report about here on the RV Lifestyle uh, podcast all the time. Uh, we just did last night a big Amazon live stream uh, that was like an hour long featuring all these things that are really on sale uh, and and these kind of sales usually only happen uh, at this time of year and uh, so we posted all that and i'll put a link at uh, in the show notes rvlifestyle.com um, but we're at amazon.com slash live slash rv lifestyle and we'll put that link in the description below and you can see it but since then we have heard about a bunch of other high ticket items that have really good sales that uh, that we thought we wanted to tell you about um and we're going to uh, give you a, a a quick recap of some of them and uh, we'll put again links in the show notes so i know many of you are listening to the show as you're probably driving to thanksgiving but um, we want to just let you know that these things are in sale and you can check we are an amazon affiliate obviously so we get a tiny bit if you do buy but um, it doesn't make any difference on your price at all so we'll uh, we'll share uh, some of those and Jennifer's still not talking a whole lot yeah I'm silent here as much as I can be but I'm much better than I was so and the, and, grateful and that's because it tends to make you cough you're still getting rid of some of that congestion that you've had for a while so it's not that I'm hogging the microphone here 
he's helping me out. I think uh, being on a ventilator, you got to pay your dues to recover from that. That is a terrible thing. And if, if you all wonder what we're talking about, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. She went in for what was to be an emergent, uh, uh, a routine, a, a routine uh, procedure outpatient, and it ended up they made a mistake and they poked a hole literally in her heart. And she ended up in cardiac intensive care for a week with a ventilator. It was a mess, but... Look at and, how... uh, and I'm coming back, and uh, I'm not being a drama queen. My uh, family doctor said I was at death's door, yeah. so I am grateful to be here. Yeah, so Thanksgiving particularly relevant to us today. Okay, so here's some of the bargains that we want to talk about. First of all, a lot of you have been thinking, you know, next year I'm going to get uh, lithium batteries. Well, Battleborne Batteries has an amazing 40% off Black Friday sale, uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday sale. Best prices I've ever seen on their uh, lithium batteries. Again, we'll put a link uh, in the show notes at rvlifestyle.com under podcasts. You can find it for details. Uh, one of our sponsors, RV Mattress, and you'll hear about them in a little bit, they have 30% off. Uh, but that's only if you use the coupon code RV Lifestyle, and that is a fantastic price. We love the uh, the RV mattress. Uh, they are comfortable. They really are, and you can find uh, uh, that info at rvmattress.com/rvlifestyle. So that's a good price. Um, speaking of beds, uh, Betty's, which it, it makes amazing zip-up bed coverings. And they sell these for home and for RV use. Basically, you, it's like a sleeping bag, but it's a bed covering. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like a fitted sheet, and it fits over your bottom mattress. And then there is like a top sheet blanket, and you can pick out whether you want a fuzzy or just a normal sheet, whatever you want, and you zip and it's, unzip. So it's like a sheet, and you make your bed by just zipping it up. Right. It's so easy. If you know... One of the challenges in an RV is making the bed. Well, but anyway, uh, Betty's has a really amazing sale. It's a BOGO sale. You know, buy one, get one. 50% off sale uh, for their Black Friday special. And again, if that's something you've been thinking about for your RV, you know, this is the price that you probably will never see again. And uh, just go to rvlifestyle.com slash Betty's. Again, the link in the show notes uh, for this. Um, another product we really like and use a lot all the time is RV Lock. I mentioned this last night on the live stream we did for Amazon Live. But RV Lock is a keyless entry system. You just replace the lock on your, your trailer, your fifth wheel, your motorhome, and you punch in a code. Uh, this is the best I've ever seen for them. 36% off for Black Friday. It's a really great product. And I absolutely love this because you don't have to carry around a key. The only minor inconvenience is what changing out the battery. Yeah, uh, and that and it gives you notice, and actually you'll let you know it's very simple to just take it off and plug in new batteries. I love it. Yeah, so that's uh, the best price I've ever seen for them, Black Friday, and finally, uh, Waggle. Waggle is uh, we call it a pet monitor. It, it and it keeps track of the temperature inside your RV. So if you leave your pets with you while maybe you go out to dinner or you're going to a museum and they're out in the RV with the AC on, uh, it will warn you and you can call it up on demand to see what the temperature. Their sale is 50% off on some of their products this, this uh, during this season, this Black Friday season, including their brand new one, their uh, Waggle Pro. 
Um, check them out. Uh, I post tell you all of these things because you're not going to find better prices on them. And, and uh, there's just so many really cool products that are on sale. And uh, again, um, you, you know, go to the um, podcast info on the uh, on our show on our RVLifestyle.com travel blog. Click the podcast tab. You'll find the show notes. We'll build in links. And for those of you on YouTube, we'll post them all in the description below. So there you go. Um, some really great uh, discounts. And again, uh, check out our Amazon live feeds. We've been doing those every week for the past couple of three weeks, keeping track of these bargains. And that link is there too. So lots of stuff. And everybody on social media is talking about Thanksgiving. Yes, well, they should be. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised how many people are celebrating Thanksgiving in their RV. And what better place to celebrate Thanksgiving then? Yeah, in some places it's still cold weather, and and uh, but yet they're out there doing it. In the interview of the week, in a minute, you're going to meet a, a family that uh, has been celebrating RVs with their family, and they think they have pretty close to two 20, dozen. Yeah, twenty-three people. Twenty-three people coming for Thanksgiving in the RV. But right now, we want to check in with Wendy Boyer. Wendy is our community manager for our RV Lifestyle Facebook group. That Facebook group, well over 250,000 very active members now, and uh, they are uh, keeping track of everything. If you have a question or a comment or need some advice about the RV Lifestyle, the RV Lifestyle group on Facebook is the place to go. Here's Wendy with this week's Social Media Buzz. Hi, everybody. William wrote, still learning the ropes. What are three handy, new, nifty things I need to buy before RVing around the country? I love these sorts of posts because they really give you an idea of what people think is important. And you also sometimes get some new ideas for yourself. And judging by the number of comments this received, many in our group feel the same way. So what were some highlights? Well, some wrote, get a good paper atlas, a foldable shovel, a backup camera, collapsible bowls. They're you know lightweight and they barely take up any space. Um, and then one that really caught my eye was a refrigerator thermometer with a digital readout. One person said this was a game changer for him. So lots of ideas, more than 500 comments on this one. And it was a really great conversation. Uh, next, I would like to tell you about Anessa. She asked, if you're not going to stay in an RV park and you just need a place to pull over and sleep, what are the best locations you found? And she's camping in a 38-foot Class A. <clears throat> well, of course, many of the usual suspects were here. People mentioned Walmart, Cabela's, Bass Pro, Home Depot. A few said rest areas, but also cautioned you need to know what the local laws are for that particular state. And of course, many spoke highly of Loves, which is really reaching out to RV travelers. And then Cracker Barrel, I think that was <clears throat> probably everybody's favorite with people saying they love to get dinner there and then go get coffee before heading on their way. But there were some ideas that we don't hear about quite as much so one of them was hotel parking lots. They said you can ask the hotel if it's okay and usually they'll let you for a super small fee. Elk Clubs was also mentioned. Again, you need to be a member, but they often have RV spots set up for you. And then casinos, which again, not something everyone always thinks about first, but they often are fine with RVers crashing there for the night. So lots of ideas in this post. And then finally, I'd like to tell you about one from Stephanie that really got people talking. So Stephanie was at a dump station. She looks over and the guy next to her has this really interesting setup. So she took a picture and posted it on the group. So the setup was his 
bumper, that rectangular bumper was hollow and he had this tray that kind of slid in and out of it. And the sleigh had uh, compartments and you could see his blue rubber gloves in there. And I'm guessing that, you know, maybe he used it also for a wand or, you know, the dump hose. It's hard to say because it wasn't in the picture, but you could see there was lots of storage. And so she shared it with the group and everybody just loved it. I, now, of course, there were a few people who said, oh, this is nothing new. You know, I've seen this before. And there were a few who said, hey, I got the same thing. And they took a picture of their setup and shared it. But most people had not seen this before, thought it was a great idea. It was shared something like a thousand times and had about 400 comments. And uh, one of my favorite comments was from Ron. He said, awesome idea. I'm going to go home and make me one. And that's it for me this week. I'm Wendy Boyer, and I'll see you over at the RV Lifestyle Facebook group. I always look forward to what Wendy's going to highlight. There's so much to be learned from each other, and she picks out a couple of fun things every week. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to learn a whole bunch of things that people are thankful for in the uh, RV and camping community, and we're going to visit with a couple that celebrate camping uh, by camping every year in their RV with their entire family. You're going to love hearing this story, so stay with us. The one thing that can ruin a perfect RV trip is a bad mattress. And believe us, we know. Over the years, we've tried many and we have found them all wanting until now. Now, we sleep on the RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. Quite simply, it's the best we've ever slept on. We chose a queen-size Aurora Luxe medium firm mattress that arrived tightly rolled in a box. All we did was put it on the bed, unroll it, and wait for it to recover from the compression. Then we put on the sheets and the bed covers and found we slept so well that we ordered another one for our home. That's how comfortable it is. Our sleep is now so luxurious and deep that we can't imagine using a different mattress. Shipping is free. If you're disappointed with the current mattress in your RV, you owe it to yourselves to try the RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. Brooklyn Bedding sends out all of their RV mattresses from their own factory in Arizona. This means they're able to use premium materials at a reasonable price for you with no middleman bringing up the cost. Make sure to check out their Black Friday sale at the end of this month. It'll be their biggest deal of the year. Don't miss out on the best sleep of your life. Visit rvmattress.com slash rvlifestyle and hurry because once november's over so are these incredible deals all right and as i mentioned at the top uh rv mattress has a really good uh black friday sale you want to follow that link and uh, that we shared there and uh, go check it out because uh, the prices are really good all right time now for the interview of the week section so we're going to talk about being thankful in an RV, celebrating Thanksgiving in an RV, and just uh, what all of you are thankful for out there. For us, there's lots of stuff. Um, what's at the top of our list for well, Thanksgiving? I think that we're finally settling in to this new home that we renovated. So our 10-acre property with the house that uh, we did a lot of work on. It's finally settling down, and we're happy to have our two spots to hook up our RVs. It's all good, and uh, the, everything's moving right along. I think we've had a pretty good year of uh, RV travel. We've had uh, 
two really great meetups. We did uh, attended two really nice rallies. With we spent a lot of time at our Tennessee RV property, and we met made lots of new friends around the country as we traveled. It's all been good. It has been. We're really thankful to our RV lifestyle team. I know you guys see us every week and all these different platforms that we do, but we couldn't do it without a real team. We want to thank Phyllis and Jerrica and Wendy and Chris, um, certainly our wonderful Facebook moderators. We've got Dan and Tracy and Susie and Melissa. Uh, we've got uh, John and Tina and Chris, so many of them. And I have to ask you, how long has Dan been doing this? Dan has been one of our moderators. I think he is the longest uh, after um, maybe Phyllis, who started off working for our team as a moderator. <laughs> and uh, Dan has been just a, just a champion out there for us. And uh, we just are so grateful for our moderators. Couldn't do it without him. This, this RV Lifestyle Facebook group has turned into just a, a wonderful resource for the RV Lifestyle. I wish we could just share all of the great comments that we've gotten from people uh, over the past few years about how it has helped them and saved them money. Uh, kept them safe in some cases that alerted them to things they didn't know. Uh, it is a wonderful, warm, and welcoming community, and, and so much of that is because of the excellent work our moderators do. They're in three different time zones, so we have somebody there moderating pretty much 24-7, uh, it seems like. So thank you to our moderators. But we did ask our Facebook group members a little bit about Thanksgiving, and uh, uh, we we just posted that uh, just before we started to record this week's episode, and we said, "What are you guys thankful for?" And it, it had been seen by several thousand by the time we uh, we got ready to record. And I pulled a few of the excerpts out. Uh, naturally, naturally, you would expect family, faith, friends, and good health. Those were the top things that that more people commented on than anything else and they certainly we certainly can find the uh, <laughs> the the health issue how glad we are with with uh, good health. But we pulled a few uh comments uh, that we'll share with you and do you want to read one or yeah, should I can I'll, I I'll read from Victoria. Most thankful for our part-time RV life that allows us to be the best low maintenance guest ever as we travel the country and park at or near friends and family enabling us to stay connected and they don't have to offer us their beds bathrooms and kitchens because we've got it all on board it's a win-win love it that's uh, victoria and uh, she is uh, talking about mooch docking staying uh, in family and friends property driveways hooked up to their electricity it's like bringing your private ensuite with you when you visit friends having an RV. And I'm surprised how many other RVs said the same thing, how they oh, use it to visit friends. Yeah, I mean, you got all your things, but you want, it's all close by. You need a little space, they need a little space. Yep. You go to your little space. Yep, and, and it is good. And it's so much better than staying in a hotel, too. Yes. You know, it, it really is. Uh, well, we got one from Patty, and Patty says she is thankful to live in this beautiful country and see it state by state in our RV. We've made some wonderful friends along the way and it warms your heart to experience the good of people after hearing all the bad on television and social media. Sometimes the world would be a better place if we could just disconnect and focus on in the moment memory making. And of course that's so easy to do in an RV. Thank you, Patty, for sharing that. You're absolutely right. And next from Bob. 
I am thankful for a state, Michigan, that has such incredible state parks that since we bought our rig in 2018, we have yet to feel the need to leave the state for our adventures. So you don't have to go across the country. Uh, Rob there just is in, uh, in Michigan, his favorite place, and he just stays there. And uh, one more, this is from Melissa. She says, I'm thankful I had the company of my dog for a dozen years before she crossed the Rainbow Bridge this year. That's so sad. Yes, it is. It is, but uh, being thankful, that's a that's a great thing to be. And she's also thankful for the ability to travel. This year, she said she did the mighty five national parks in Utah. So thank you, Melissa, for sharing that. And there's so many more. If you're a member of the Facebook group, go read that, add yours as well. We'll keep that post up uh, to remind people. Uh, focusing on thankfulness. All right. This is the part of the, that I, I can't wait to share with you because uh, we've got a great interview of the week this week. And uh, every Thanksgiving for the past 10 years, Dwight and Diane Brenforder have been celebrating with family uh, in an RV in a campground. And uh, it started off with just their kids, you know, and then they ended up with grandkids. And now they have, I think, some uh, great grandkids. And uh, everybody, the, their kids are grown. Many of the grandkids are grown. The family, they have 23 people gathering at three double sites that they have rented at Missouri's beautiful Table Rock State Park. They're making Thanksgiving memories that will last a lifetime. And they've been doing this for a decade. Um, you're going to love their, uh, their story and their advice to you on how to do it. This is Dwight and Diane and they've got a lot to be thankful for. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you. And happy birthday to Diane. Oh, really? It's your birthday. Well, isn't that awesome? What a great way to celebrate. So how did you guys start this family tradition? Walk us through that and uh, and share again how uh, you're camping. You're, you guys are big campers and how you do it, particularly in a class B. Uh, well, we, we've camped forever. When I got back from Vietnam in 71, we started camping in 72. We slept with a two-year-old in the back of a Vega camper, uh, Vega sedan. And uh, so the kids have grown up with us camping forever. But now we've got four kids. We've got 12 grandkids and, and four, three great-grands. And so the crowd gets bigger and bigger. And uh, camping out is just a, a neat way to kind of close the season and everybody get together. Hopefully we have good weather and, and have a lot of fun. Everybody pitches in and and uh, some things are prepared ahead. Some things are cooked on site. And it's it's a fun time. Now, how do you manage though with twenty three people <laughs> in a in a class B? Yeah, right. We all have our own campers, uh, so that works out great. Uh, our daughter, our oldest daughter's uh, just back from Taiwan. They were there for they lived there for a long time, and so. We rented a camper for them this time. So we'll have three, four campers and 23 people and a couple of tents. Yeah, over at Table Rock State Park, we've rented three family sites. So we've got six parking spaces and there'll be three campers and a bunch of tents and uh, people and dogs all over the place. And so the, the first question I know everybody's gonna answer and you kind of alluded to it. What do you do if it rains? Or an ice storm suddenly fills up. Has that ever happened in the past with you? I, I think it was the first time that we were out. It ended up being a wet weekend, just 100% wet. So we made multiple trips to Walmart, which is about a half hour away, 10 minutes away, 
and uh, bought ropes and tarps and then went back and got more ropes and tarps and then went back and got more ropes and tarps and ended up with seven massive tarps stretched out from tree to tree to tree and even had a tarp over the fire. It was up, up a ways and we kept the fire low and safe and so we could even snuggle around the fire in the dry under a tarp and they had tarps over the tables, tarps over the tents and yeah, it was, yeah, it was one of our most fun times, really. Neat memory. <laughs> now, is it hard to cook a Thanksgiving meal uh, in the RV? I know you do some preparation ahead of time, obviously, but talk about that. Not really hard. Um, we are really thankful our son smokes a turkey outside, and that tastes so good. But then we crock pot almost everything else. I've, you know, kind of altered the sides to where they can all be done in a crock pot. And uh, I'm doing two of them this year, and our daughter's doing sweet potato casserole in her camper. And uh, another daughter-in-law is doing uh, twice-baked potatoes, where she boils the potatoes and puts all the goodies in it, and then puts it in the crock pot and turns it on for, you know, three or four hours. And um, I'm making corn casserole in my crock pot, and uh, I leave out the eggs this time. That's how I altered it for the crock pot, so I don't have to worry about the eggs not getting cooked inside the crock pot. So everything turns out great. And how does, you said your your son, son-in-law was, was cooking a turkey outside. Uh, yeah. uh, how does he do that? Uh, Weber um, smoker. A, a big smoker. A portable smoker. Okay. Right. Yeah, he'll get up early and put that on the fire and get it going and smoke it. Uh, another son brings a whole pickup load of wood, so we got plenty of wood for campfires. And uh, for the crock pots, we bring folding tables and a lot of extension cords and power strips. And and sometimes uh, if it's really cool out, you can wrap a crock pot in, in a towel and help it warm up. And, and uh, yeah. But you can cook them inside too. The crock pots are great inside because the wattage is so low. So this becomes a family camp out. How long does everybody stay there? They come. When do they come on, on uh, Wednesday uh, and then uh, stay right through the weekend or how long? Yeah, Wednesday night, uh, everybody starts showing up and, and uh, then stay through big dinner on Thursday, relax on Friday and start packing and go uh, Sunday. And I think we're staying through Sunday night this time. So you guys are at uh, Missouri's Table Rock State Park. Uh, it's a beautiful park. Uh, how far are you from Branson? Uh, it's 20 minutes south. 20 minutes south. And is the park open all year? Because sometimes parks end up closing. Is this? Yeah, they shut down the water, but their their bathrooms are winter safe. Uh, they've got some spouts that are water spouts that are winter safe. Uh, so they they camp year round, and and you need to camp. Ahead. You need to book ahead if you want to camp because it's really popular. Trees are beautiful right now. What's your favorite part of this tradition that you began, and and uh, did you have any idea it would grow like this? My favorite part is just the memory seeing all the kids. We all get together in one area. We're outside, so the kids and grandkids can run and play. We hang lots of hammocks. So all the kids can get in the hammocks and play and we walk the trails together and, and uh, it's just lots of fun and got to see everybody together. When we had originally, we've got four kids. And so each one of those kids have had, you know, all their kids and now the grandkids and now our grandkids are having great grandkids. So we'll have our great grandkids there this year. And our daughter, who lives li used to live in Taiwan, this is her first camping Thanksgiving with us this year, and sh and so that'll be great too. We love okay. the memories. 
So the, the age of the people there range from what to what? Well, us. Uh, from uh, It's going to be from about six months to 79. Do you have some advice to people who are listening to this and want to do the same thing? Uh, how how do you start a tradition like this? Just do it? Yeah, just do it. Uh, for the campsites, it, uh, booking ahead is nice. Uh, Table Rock is neat because it has three family sites side by side. And another place, there's two or three side by side. Uh, so family campsites are really neat. So you can pair up and occupy a lot of spaces. Uh, go ahead. I, I uh, reserved these sites six months ago. And it surprises us how many people really do go camping for Thanksgiving. Do you ever interact with your neighbors? Are they also cooking turkeys and doing big dinners? Well, we say hi. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if they all go out to eat or if they cook there. So but we're the only ones that you smell the smoking turkey all day long. <laughs> oh, I can smell it now. Uh, where do you all eat this now? Outside, do you have to, or do you put a bunch of picnic tables together? Uh, usually the picnic tables are chained down, so we've got some folding tables. So uh, kids will sit at the folding tables or a picnic table nearby, and then the adults sit around a ring, usually around a fire. Campfire. Well, on the YouTube version of this, you've sent us some photos, and we will be obviously sharing them through. And for those listening to the audio version of the podcast, we urge you to go back and uh, rvlifestyle.com, and they can look at the video version as well and see how awesome this tradition is. Um, you've inspired us all, uh, and, and all in the Class B. I think that's great. Last question is how much camping do you guys do the rest of the year? Uh, close to once a month, go out for a, at least a weekend or a week. And, uh, then two or three times a year, we try to take an extended trip. We went to, uh, Grand Canyon this spring with the B plus. That was, that was fantastic. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your tradition with us. And, uh, I hope that you've inspired some folks uh, who, uh, want to do the same thing. Any last minute advice for them? I mean, uh, planning the menu, uh, Preparing stuff ahead, uh, what's the easiest menu to do go with to start with? Facebook is fantastic with their groups and events. It makes it really easy to, to plug everybody into an easy place to communicate. And uh, Diane will make a list of, of, you know, here's the days, here's the meals, and people can start picking up, you know, a main dish and dessert. And, and uh, it makes it really easy for people to chip in. Yes. <laughs> They just start volunteering to pick out things on the list. And so some are making pies and pumpkin bread and it's really good. When we were at Arkansas campsite, our um, one of the rangers came by and we had him go through the line and eat dinner with us and everything. So that's fun too. Uh, that, is, that is great. So you set up a Facebook group for your family. Right. And yeah, that's, that's a great tip. Great tip. Well, thank you guys for um, uh, helping us share a little bit with your Thanksgiving. And um, have some extra turkey for me. And uh, <laughs> you've inspired Thanks so much. Okay. Thank you. Wow, 23 people camping. And that's going to be some good eating there, I'll tell you that. <laughs> What a fun story. I hope they have great weather and uh, maybe they inspired you guys to try Thanksgiving or a family gathering like that. Uh, 
family. That's that's truly what Thanksgiving is all about. All right, when we come back, we've got the RV news of the week, so please stay with us. There is a new development coming on the market for RVers in Tennessee. It's built by the same company we bought our land from. We just went to look at it, and it is amazing. Mountaintop property, great views, big woods and trails close to the Buffalo River, like our property. Gorgeous countryside. It's only a few minutes from the Natchez Trace Parkway and an easy drive to Nashville. These are big properties, five acres and up, and the prices are great. There's even financing. We are really happy with our property. These guys do a great job. It's hard to find acreage where you can have an RV full-time, especially in popular destination spots. This is your property, your way. There's electric and high-speed fiber optic internet. No more crowded parks or reservations. You can stay as long as you want. Go to rvlands.net. That's rvlands.net. Well, welcome back. It's time now for the RV News of the Week. What's our top story? The lead story, as you can anticipate, is Thanksgiving. So here we go. More than 55 million Americans are expected to be traveling between November 17th, last Friday, and November 26th for Thanksgiving. AAA is predicting a 2.3% increase from last year. And the worst day to be on the road is, as you might expect, Wednesday. And we're hoping we're making your Wednesday travels a little better because we released the podcast today and you can listen to this as you're driving. <laughs> and about 49.1 million Americans are expected to be driving and that's up 1.7% from last year. Air travelers aren't going to have it much better. There's record numbers expected there too. So if you have to drive on Wednesday, AAA recommends heading out either early in the morning or after 6 p.m. And wherever you find yourself, we hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Well, while many are heading out uh, uh, after Thanksgiving, a lot of people are going to be looking for Black Friday deals. They're going to be shopping. But across the country, this has been a tradition that's been going on that we've been reporting on uh, every year at this time for several times. A bunch of different state parks are hoping to lure people into nature and out of the stores by offering free admission. Uh, it's called Opt Outside. It's a great program and the annual events wants to encourage people to go for a walk outside, enjoy nature as an alternative to all the craziness of Black Friday sales and shopping and all that madness. Um, states that are participating will waive all their entrance and vehicle fees. So uh, be sure and check out if the state parks in your area are participating. Participating. Uh, there's actual research that shows that time outside in nature is physically and mentally good for us. Quantitatively, they've they've shown how much it helps our health, mental and physical. So we've got a link, and you can find the link to many of the state parks that have it. But uh, go for a walk uh, on uh, Black Friday and get outside. Okay, now this next story. You guys have been talking about this for a long time. There's a 150-mile stretch of I-40 between Albuquerque, New Mexico, and the Arizona border that was in the news last week for having miles upon miles of crumbling roads and other safety issues contributing to a large number of fatal and serious crashes. And like I say, this stretch of road has been talked about on our RV Lifestyle Facebook group over and over again. 
as to being a stretch to avoid. So this report out of uh, New Mexico caught our attention. It turns out that 38 miles need to be reconstructed. Not repaired, reconstructed. Reconstructed. Yeah. Conditions are so bad. There are about 18 fatalities each year and 17 serious injury crashes annually. Plus, there are problems with merging lanes, curves on the road, ramps and bridges. So what a negative tale to be told about your state. Right, and it's it's sad because so many people have no idea. They've been coming along I-40 and it's great until they hit Albuquerque and then they're continuing on towards the border, the Arizona border, and they hit this unbelievably bad road. So find an alternative around that. It's going to be a while till they get it fixed, but at least it seems like somebody's going to pay attention now. Um, over in Wisconsin, another story that's interesting to folks up there. It's a great camping place, particularly in the summertime. Uh, a Wisconsin senator is uh, introducing a bill that would give Wisconsin residents a two-week window to reserve a campsite at a state campground before they open reservations up to others. Um, now, currently, uh, campgrounds in Wisconsin can be reserved 11 months ahead of time, same as in many other states. And it's on a first-come, first-served basis. Um, and the Wisconsin politician behind all this says a lot of his residents are unable to reserve a site because those out-of-staters gobbled them up. Um, so it has a ways to go before it becomes law, and it does fit into a trend that I think we have seen in other states around the country to give precedence to the local residents and reserving a camping spot. So maybe expect more of that. You know, that sounds so logical, but boy, that opens up a whole can of worms if every state does that. It's going to make it so hard to tour the country. You know, I have to uh, promote a, a post, a free post. It's a free resource. Just go to our blog, rvlifestyle.com, and we'll put a link in the show notes. But we have put together a beginner's guide to camping reservations. And this is a really comprehensive story on our rvlifestyle.com blog. We've got a whole uh, RV basics section with, with stories, and this will really help you. Uh, sort through all this craziness about uh, camp reservations and how crowded it is. So go there and check that out. I would so much rather see them really somehow figure out how to make it so that people who aren't going to keep their reservation for some reason can open up that spot for people who are there. Yeah. I'd really like to see that fine-tuned. A number of states are actually finding those people and all that stuff, but not enough money to keep. To this is a still a huge problem. No-shows. A, a camp, they get a reservation, and maybe they reserve two or three sites in different parks, and they only go to one, and the others just sit there, and they in the campgrounds, because they're, they're reserved, they don't release them. They should be able to release them if you don't show up within two hours or something after a certain time, but uh, that's another big problem that we hope the states uh, will address as this camping boom continues. Anyway, get that resource guide we talked about. That'll help you a whole lot if you're fairly new. All right, when we come back, we have the app of the week, and we have uh, an RV question that uh, you'll want to stick around for, too. All that coming up right after this. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborne batteries. Battleborne batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And battleborne batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. 
Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have, and they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Welcome back. And now let's talk about the app of the week. And this is for those of you who love nature and being outside. Have you ever gone outside and you heard a bird chirp or you saw a bird in a tree and you said, what's, the, what's that? You know, this is a great app. It's free. It's called Birda, B-I-R-D-A. Link in the show notes. Uh, it's a, an app. It's actually kind of like a social media platform too because it, uh, it helps you identify uh, the different species of birds that you're seeing outside, no matter where you happen to be, if you're looking out your window at a bird feeder or if you're in a park, if you're in another part of the country, it will tell you what that bird is. Uh, and you can learn a little bit. The habits of the birds are very interesting. Um, you can find the best places to observe birds. Um, think about being a birder. A lot of people, it is a really fun hobby. It is so much fun. And if you get really hooked on it, this app has a, a little log that you can keep track of the birds you see and the times and all that stuff. And what I like about the Birda app is that it curates all those different bird species sightings and then it shares that cumulative information with scientists around the country who use that to understand and plan ways to make better habitat for wildlife and uh, keep track of the various bird species. It's a great app and it's a fun family app that you want to share and uh, it gets you outside. Uh, check it out, Birda, B-I-R-D-A and it's Birda.org. Again, the link if you need to go back later and look is in the show notes for this episode. You can always find the show notes at rvlifestyle.com slash podcasts. All right. Time now for the RV question of the week. Okay. Here we go. This is from Jerry, and he says, We are close to pulling the trigger on a B-plus purchase, but are still trying to make sure we are informed buyers. My question has to do with extended warranties. Most manufacturers have very limited coverage, and I'm wondering how you have approached this mm -hmm. challenge. Well, first of all, let's just say on general principles, I have a real aversion to having to purchase extended warranties for what is already arguably the second most expensive item most people will ever buy, an RV. But... Um, the fact is, is that on many occasions, that is indeed what you do have to do because these RVs can break. Um, and extended warranties, I guess we're seeing that in every part. You know, you certainly have to have it on a house now and you have it on cars. And so RVs, uh, it just doesn't seem right. But RVs in particular, because think about it, when you take your RV out on the road, you are subjecting it to like a Cat 3 hurricane or a um, 4.0 earthquake for prolonged periods of time over and over and over again. It just takes a lot of stress. And then that thing is sitting out there, and many of you go to very warm climates uh, where the sun is beaten down on the roof, or that you're, it's exposed to the elements in a, in a way that uh, most uh, things aren't. 
So it's natural that repairs and uh, and breakdowns are going to happen. I mean, it it just every RV that is going to happen with. Now I know there's general a, a quality issue with many RVs, and I don't want to even get into that. But you are going to have repairs. So your question that you have to figure out is um, is the cost of an extended warranty worth the potential of having to to shell out big bucks for repairs? Uh, RV manufacturers have different warranties with different restrictions for differing periods of time. But if you're buying a new RV, my advice is don't just sign the dotted line for an extended warranty from the dealership. Remember, the dealerships have special deals with these insurance companies. Uh, a big part of a salesperson's commission is going to be that extra bonus they get for selling an extended warranty. Um, and, and maybe some of those may be fine, but don't take it unless you've actually done some research. And the best place I think to do research is through a company that uh, we've, we've recommended for many years. It's called Wholesale Warranties. And um, it's real simple. Go to wholesalewarranties.com slash RV lifestyle, and you'll get a special uh, uh, opportunity to get a free, free quote from them. They will shop it around and give you some alternatives, and you'll get really good information about what's covered, what's not, what you need to buy. Um, don't just take the first thing that's offered. I like to you know, go to Wholesale Warranties, check it all out. Now, that's for a new warranty. And you have to weigh the decision is, uh, you know, that's a lot of money up front and you don't have to do it as soon as you buy the RV. You can buy the RV and go home. You can camp. I mean, you have an RV manufacturer's warranty that's going to last at least a few months or a couple of years. So yeah, there's no real terrible pressure there. Don't anybody try and scare you out of that. It's a different story if you're buying a used RV because you don't know what problems you really are buying. Yes, you should get an inspection and all that stuff. Uh, we recommend an inspection even for new RVs, by the way. But um, on an older RV, you know that there will be problems sooner rather than later. So uh, I always say, you know, figure the cost of an extended warranty on an older RV if you're spending a significant amount of cash. If it's a bargain RV, if it's a very old RV, uh, particularly the older ones, it just may not be worth it because the cost of uh, of an extended warranty can be really high on those older ones. So you got to figure it all out. I, I think you're buying a new one, so you got a little bit of breathing room. But by all means, shop it around. Uh, no, we don't like extended warranties, but RV repairs can be really, really costly. So sometimes it is the best thing to have. Uh, you hate having to do it. They're expensive enough, right? All right. Hey, we'd love to get your comments and your questions. Just uh, write us at Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. So that's it for our Thanksgiving edition of the show. Um, again, we want to wish you all a great, happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you down the road. Happy trails. Happy trails.